We are back. Good to have you with us. Steel Man and Thune, Tuesday edition, right here on the Home of Sooner Fans, the Ref Radio Network. Parker is in his uh, UH, University of Hawaii hoodie again, honoring the legacy of uh, Cole Brennan, Timmy Chang, and uh, Garrett Gabriel as well. How we doing? Doing great, Steely. How I was mean, the press I, conference? The press conference was pretty solid. Any uh, stupid questions? There were no stupid questions. Okay. No terribly stupid questions. Brent Venables, there were a couple reporters that tried to get Brent Venables to talk about the situation when Caleb Williams was still technically on the roster, but exploring mm. his options. Yeah, heard that. And Dylan Gabriel was committed to UCLA and on the verge of getting on a plane to go to school and uh, attend his first day of classes at the University of California. It was Los one Angeles. day away, it, right, for him to go to class out yeah. there at UCLA. One yeah. day. The day he committed to Oklahoma would have been his first day of classes at UCLA. But there were a couple of reporters that tried to get Brent to bite, talk about Caleb Williams. He declined. If Dylan Gabriel had gone to UCLA and played for the Bruins, who would be the Sooners quarterback? Who would have been? Oh, man. <laughs> Nobody half as good as Dylan Gabriel. <laughs> I can promise you that. Uh, let's see there. Casey Thompson? It might have been Casey Thompson. It, I'm trying to think. Was he already? Was he still on the open market at that point? Yeah, he was. So, yeah, you know what? It actually probably would have been Casey Thompson. You're right, Steely. It probably would have been Casey Thompson. All in all, I don't think that's a terrible scenario for Oklahoma. But is Casey Thompson doing what Dylan Gabriel is doing right now in that Oklahoma offense? There's a chance. But I think Sooner fans are very, very satisfied in what they got via the transfer portal on that fateful January evening. Yeah, especially this year. There's no doubt about it. But um... – Oh, a couple of people saying think, Jackson Dart. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. Jackson Dart. It was kind of Jackson. Who was his uh, tight end teammate that visited as well? It was Jackson. Michael Trigg. Michael Trigg, that's right. So, Jackson Dart or Casey Thompson. They also tried to get Gary Bohannon, too. Weren't they trying to get him as a backup? Yeah, even after Gabriel yeah. committed, they still tried for Gary Bohannon, and he turned him down. Those were the days, man. That was a crazy time, was it not? That was a crazy, crazy time. Okay, um, the main thing for Oklahoma right now, again, you're favored in every game. Um, I think we talked about this the other day. But if you're looking at, I, I think the next two weeks after this week, and I'm not saying forget about UCF, um, I think the Sooners will be locked in and they'll win this football game. And the spread's almost three touchdowns. But the two weeks after that, when you have to go to Lawrence and you have to go to Stillwater, Oklahoma State's playing better. You know what? They finally figured out, you know, we've got Ollie Gordon on the roster. We should probably get him the football. And maybe let's stick with one quarterback. And that's worked out pretty well. Now, I still think Oklahoma's a much better football team. But when you go to that environment, when it could be the last ever bedlam, it's going to be the last bedlam for what? At least a decade decade or so, you would think. That'll be a crazy atmosphere. How are you feeling about Oklahoma, percentage-wise, running the table, Finishing twelve and zero, and more than likely playing the horns again in Arlington. Oh, I don't know if I like that question, Steely. All right, I'm not going to just say you feel good, really good, because I know what will happen if it doesn't happen. And people are going to bring the percentage back uh-huh. up, right? Uh-huh. So I feel good about Oklahoma's odds to run the table if they control the controllables. As long as they don't beat themselves, this is a team that should run the table. Because who is particularly daunting down the stretch? You mentioned Big 12's got some good teams. They've got some good teams. They do not have any teams that are great teams outside of the two that are ditching next year for the SEC. Kansas, Sands, Jason Bean does not intimidate me. Mm -hmm. Oklahoma State, as up and down as they have been, they do not intimidate me. What do you think's going on with Daniels, by the way? Are you buying this NIL theory and that he's set himself up to leave? I I don't know. That that feels like a conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, I'm like, why don't we have a straight answer on what the deal is? And I know it's like it's a back injury and back injuries can be finicky yeah, and right. maybe it has something to do with that, but it is odd and it does make you wonder. I don't think Lance Leipold is leaving Kansas. So 
I think if Daniels is holding back to get another year and hang in the transfer portal and find a new destination, then it's it, it's him operating on his lonesome. I don't think he and Lance Leipold have struck a deal behind the scenes to go to Michigan State or wherever else because Lance Leipold just signed a massive contract extension with the University From of the 918, Steely is setting himself up to pick OSU that week, Parker. That ain't true! And the texture who put it out there is garbage. I I just think that game's going to be interesting. It is going to be a difficult environment. The Sooners are clearly better, but sometimes crazy things can happen. I, I think Oklahoma, you know, they're in pretty good shape to uh, to run this. But you just need to avoid a disaster game. You know who I can't figure out for the life of me is TCU. Yeah, that's You're that might be a, the most bizarre team in the entire Power Five. It is, and they are enigmatic. Yeah, I mean, it, it's the remainder of the schedule changes every week, doesn't it? Because you're thinking, man, that trip to Provo could be very interesting, very interesting. And then they got their butts kicked by TCU, forty-four to eleven. Yet Oklahoma's got TCU on that Friday at home, so it's going to be. And by the way, do you think Bedlam's going to be a rooster? It better not be. That ought to be prime time, honestly. It should be, but I'm seeing a list of 11 a.m. games. There's not much there. And that 11 a.m. slots is now becoming very important to the network. Which, why? Clearly. Because it flows right out of their pregame show. And they're a chance. The Sooners, surely they're not going to rooster out, are they? Because you've got TCU's already the 11 a.m. game on that Friday after Thanksgiving. Again, if BYU is a rooster. I See, that's the one that won't rooster. I can't see BYU being a rooster. Because that's game. what, 9, 10 a.m. local time if that's a rooster? 10 a.m., right? Something like that. If BYU is a rooster kickoff, I will go find Brett Yormark's <laughs> house. Steely OSU is one-dimensional. Yeah, I get all that. Oklahoma's a better football team. I get it, I get it, I get it. But I just think... That environment will be difficult. And I think Oklahoma's going to go there and win the game. I'm just saying I'm looking for spots where, you know, if you don't play your best and the crowd can really get into it, that could be one of those games. By the way, is uh, somebody said that Jaden Daniels said that he would have gone to, o- to Oklahoma? That was from, I think, Frisco Sooner, was it? Still out, Still out there somewhere. Jaden Daniels, I think, was, what was he, fourth in the uh, Heisman sweepstakes? Dylan Gabriel, man, after Caleb's collapse in South Bend, Michael Penix Jr. still got a lot of tough games out there. He's played great, and clearly he is the, uh, I don't think he has a secretariat in the Belmont type lead, but it's pretty wide right now. But, um, Dylan has a he has a shot. I mean, you've got to go. Um, Washington, I think they have uh, Arizona State this week. They've got to go to USC. They have Utah at home. They have to go to Corvallis to play Oregon State, and then they end up with Wazoo. And I think they've got uh, a Stanford game mixed in there somewhere. So there's still still opportunities. I don't know how many uh, because the Heisman will be voted on right before the Big Twelve Championship game. Not necessarily. It depends on how many early voters there are. Yeah. You've so got to wait. You've got to wait. I'm a voter. You've got to wait. Why would you, you know? Um, I I do think, but the it, question is, how many other Heisman-like opportunities will DG have? And I, here's the thing. He's got his Heisman moment already. Yeah. So that doesn't worry me. He does. I think he these does. last six games are just about A, Winning mm-hmm. and B, padding the stats. Putting those stats together. Padding the stats. Yeah. By the way, LaDonna from Lubbock wants an encore. She said, she texted in to say, let's dog USC and tech. <laughs> That's what she wants out of well, the Well, let's today. say, all right, pull up but, Meanwhile and Muleshoeville. Mule wait, right? this is a thing? Yeah, it's you, yeah. you were prepared for this? Yeah, I, I, it's ready to go. By the way, um, yeah, so as far as the right. Heisman timeline it Mm -hmm. is just a matter of personal philosophy because you can vote before the conference championship games why would you do that that's just stupid i don't get it uh so meanwhile in muleshoeville 
everybody in the media had their mind made up that the first second there was any adversity this year, saying, oh my God, you know, should have done this and they should have made this change and blah, blah, blah. And it's and it's not true. Like, listen, you're going to go through the whole year. You're going to have a tough game. Like, you're going to have a tough quarter. Shut up! There you go, ladies and gentlemen, the latest from Muleshoeville. Yeah, we might as well play yesterday's uh, Tech loses again, too, for Donna, so we can get oh, that Oh, gosh, right is this Joey McGuire again? Uh, oh, yeah, it's Joey I don't know if there's a soundbite yeah. that we've used more on this program over the last three months than this Joey McGuire All right, soundbite. we'll play this directly into the break just for you, LaDonna, out there in Lubbock. Here we go. Everything runs through Lubbock! Everything runs through Lubbock! Joey, we have something here for our special visitors. Hey, maybe you haven't been keeping up on current events, but we just got our asses kicked, pal. Everything runs through Lubbock! Joey, Joey, they're laughing at you on the street. Ain't nobody laughing at me on the street. Turn your back, I seen them laughing at you, fella. No, no. <laughs> yes. You know, it's going to be so great to never, ever see the Sand Aggies again. Ever. That will be awesome. The Sand Aggies. Yes. Now, you're going to give it up to Texas fans for that, for the Sand Aggies. Pretty good. All right, break time right here. Mike Steely, Parker Thune with you. Tuesday edition right here on the Home of Sooner Fans, the Ref Radio Network. Back to more of your texts. Up next, here in the Ref. Mike Steely, Parker Thune, Steelman and Thune. Here on the Home of Sooner Fans, the Ref Radio Network on a Tuesday pregame show. Beginning at 7 a.m. from Boyd Street Ventures and from Balfour of Norman. Postgame at O'Connell's for the Sooners and UCF coming up Saturday morning, rooster kickoff, 11 a.m. on ABC. All right, Michael Boganowski, still all set Thursday. You feeling good? Uh, are you saying that's a done deal? No surprises Thursday? I would be surprised if it were not Oklahoma. All right. And, and I do not foresee any surprises taking place. EPL, Eddie Pierre-Louis will visit this weekend, correct? So... Would you see that commitment coming a few days after him visiting Norman, you think, maybe early next week or maybe this weekend? Again, seven to ten days. So I would think by the end of next week, this is done. And Grant Bricks, um, any timeline on that? I know everybody's thinking that Grant Bricks, it's going to be Oklahoma now. Uh, They feel pretty good about that. I know that you've been on that for a while. You and Brandon talked about it on the uh, podcast the other night. But we just don't know any timeline yet. Yeah, I mean, I, that kid's on his own time. And so I, I don't think we're far off from that decision. I cannot put a ballpark on it, though. What's going on with Eli Bowen? What do you mean what's going on? Anything? Did I miss anything? He's committed. Well, well yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Somebody what do, said, what do you want to be going somebody, on? Somebody asked me, is Eli Bowen going back to Texas? To be? I'm like, What? I don't know. No, folks. Eli Bowen's a Sooner. I, I mean, when I saw that, I'm like, did I miss something? I didn't see anything with Eli Bowen, except that he's still on the list for the Oklahoma class. Uh, which, again, you guys were talking about this yesterday, right? I think it would propel the Sooners if they, they're going to get, uh, again, Michael Boganowski on Thursday. Eddie Pierre-Louis is only a matter of time. And then uh, Grant Bricks, you know, you feel good about that one as well. So that would put the Sooners, what, right at five, I believe? I don't know offhand. On 24-7, yes. They'll they'll jump even higher on rivals, mostly because of where Pierre-Louis is ranked. Isn't that crazy how the different – I mean, you'll see differences clearly between services, but that one is really significant. That it is. Don't they have I, him like – is it rivals? Who is it? At? No, it's uh, who has him up in the top forty? The, I'll explain it this way. Okay, rivals has him at number twenty six overall in the entire country. Twenty four seven has him at number sixty six in the state of Florida. That's crazy, and a three star. So yeah, there are discrepancies in the evaluations across the board with Eddie Pierre-Louis. Pretty large discrepancies. SEC Snob says, expecting a double dose of karma heading mule shoes way over the next few weeks, and I'm here for it, petty or not. Bring the karma. 
Boomer. <laughs> well, uh, yes, there are more losses to come for SC. It's, you know, Utah this week. Is Cameron Rising going to play this season? This season? Mm-hmm. Shoot, I don't know. You know, he came out, I it's guess, in the last year, right? Yeah, in the last couple days and said actually that there were two ligaments involved uh, on that knee. But, you know, Utah is still a much more physical team. They'll still be able to move the football. But, you know, I just loved Cam Rising's toughness, too. You know, he scored the winning touchdown in that first game. Um, we'll see what's going to happen. But- well, and to be honest with you, Steely, you could have taken Cameron Rising out of the picture in the conference championship game last year, and mm-hmm. Utah was still winning that football game. So, again, with the way that USC's defense looks right now and the way that their offensive line, as porous as that offensive line was against Notre Dame, it almost doesn't matter to me who's playing quarterback for Utah, whether Cam Rising's available or not. Utah's going to have a real good shot to win that game. O-F-U! Oklahomans for Utah, back at it this weekend. Okay, what else do we have? Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Indecisive Sooner, in all caps, says, No! Do not ask for karma! The Sooners have put up plenty of bulletin board material the past nine days. They finally got to Brandon Walker, and he's he's kind of a crazy man anyway, but, uh, you know. Tyler from Kellyville says, forgive me, Steely, for I have sinned. I went through the Sonic drive-thru at lunch. Well, it's a misdemeanor, but it's still, you know, we will have to write you a ticket for that. Again, the, the, the most egregious offense is not that you went through the Sonic drive-thru. It's that you ordered food at Sonic. What? You're dogging Sonic food? Yes. Why? Are you serious, Steely? It's an Oklahoma tradition. Say this is a kid from Nebraska who doesn't appreciate. This is a kid from Nebraska who very much appreciates Sonic's beverage options. However. Cheese tater tots, chili cheese tater tots, a good foot-long dog, Coney. Their hamburgers are pretty solid. I no, would, they're not. They might be the worst fast food hamburger short of Burger I King. I would put them in a solid double-A organization. Lost City Sooner says, eat Whataburger like Brent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, By the no, way, you see no, start, no Sonic food for me. See you starting for Nebraska this week? Malachi Coleman is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How's he done so far? I didn't even check the stats. Has he been any kind of a factor at all? Yeah, hardly? he has. His role's begun to increase in that offense. Oh, what could have been? Mackey Award winner down the road. <laughs> well, he plays wide receiver. Well, Nebraska, he is playing so. wide receiver. He just looks like a tight end, though, doesn't he? Uh-oh. Uh, the, text, the text line does not agree with they me. They are very upset. The text line You've is quite upset the great with my Sonic take. of Oklahoma. There we go. Is it Shawnee? Is that where Sonic was born? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I can never remember whether it's Shawnee or Tecumseh. I might have to make a Sonic stop on the way home. Sounds good, actually. Sounds really good. Shay, you want some uh, tater tots or anything? I'll grab you something on the way home. All right, 405-651-3439. we got a lot more coming up. We'll have a few clips from Brent's press conference. Uh, and some other stuff coming up audio-wise for your next hour. Gus Malzahn talking about the OU matchup as well. Um, homecoming this weekend for OU. A lot of activities on Friday. Does that mean you're going to the game this weekend? I am too old to go to the game. Wow. I need my Archie Bunker easy chair. Now, I don't have the attitudes that Archie Bunker has, but I need my easy chair, and I need things to be easy. Just walking to and from pregame is exhausting when you're a geriatric like this. But I will be watching. All right. Thanks to Lasher Home Comfort Systems, 405-579-3113. Tim Lasher, great Sooner, great company. They'll do great work for you. Home comfort you can trust. We've got another award-winning hour on the way next. Let's talk, guess what? How about Sooner football? Did you have a little voice crack there? I did. Yes, I did. Got some uh, kind of allergy stuff happening. I don't know. 
Got to get right for the second half, Steely. Somebody We're in the middle me, eight right now. Mm-hmm. That was not great execution. Somebody asked me in addition to what's up with Eli Bowen? Is he going to visit Texas again? Okay, that was crazy question number one today. Somebody asked me last week, Steely, you never talked about the Ryder Cup and you don't talk much basketball anymore. Yeah, that, the, is, uh, that is correct. The uh, The tagline for the station is the home of Sooner fans. You run the playbook that you're given, right? And I've always said anyway that on just about any local show, Oklahoma football is the porterhouse steak and everything else is a side dish. Now, if the Thunder starts, you know, and they're getting better, they clearly they could be maybe like a four seed this year. Maybe. They really play well. And they'll become like a really good baked potato to Oklahoma steak. But the steak is always going to be the steak. Speaking of food, mm-hmm. I have sparked a major controversy Uh-oh, the on the Knippel Meyer Chevrolet text line. Uh oh. Yeah. Listen, I-, I will stand unashamedly by this take. Sonic food is not good. Every year and a half, two years, I convince myself, no, I just some somehow I have a bad impression of Sonic. It can't be as bad as I've made it out to be in my head. And so I try Sonic's food again. And I'm instantly reminded of just how bad Sonic's food is. That ain't true. Seattle Sooner says, sorry for my hiatus. I have not been able to tune in lately because of work. I hope I didn't lose a star because of that. Nope, Seattle Sooner. It's okay. Your film was already impressive enough that we're maintaining your (laughs) ranking. There you go. Seattle Sooner says, Sonic food is terrible. You only go to Sonic for the beverages. Thank you, Seattle Sooner. Wait a minute. You're cherry picking. You're being ratioed right now. I am being ratioed. Okay. So that Seattle Sooner is behind me. A lot of other folks are not. Ronnie Crimson says, Sonic food is indeed good. I can usually count on Ronnie Crimson to stand behind me. Not in this instance. Frisco Sooner says, oh, no, Parker. Enough with the Sonic blasphemy. <laughs> SEC Snob says Sonic lost their burger dominance when they made the poor decision of replacing mustard with mayo. Bad decision. Mustard. Mm-hmm. I reckon. Uh, Bowen Murray County says, dang, Parker. Bringing the heat against Sonic? Stay out of small town Oklahoma. Another listener here in the 405 says, I'm literally sitting at Sonic waiting on my food. <laughs> From the 918, how dare you, Parker? We Oklahomans are a proud Sonic-eating people. I'll be darned if I'm going to sit here and listen to you slander the fast food chain that perfected the Frito Chili Cheese Wrap. Amen. You know what? Parker just came in here and pulled a Tom Herman. He went fast food snob on us is what he did. Like Tom is that Herman. Tom Herman? Tom Herman. Tom, well, Tom Herman was always like talking down to the commoners in his press conference, referencing John Steinbeck or something, and making sure that people knew that he was a Mensa member. Meanwhile, on National Signing Day, he was flipping off cameras and coming closer and closer to losing his job. So, another nine one eight listener says, "Whoa, dogging Sonic food. Their food is solid." Ladies and gentlemen, we have another opinion siding with Parker Thune, all right? And uh, that is my friend Doug. Oh, come on, Doug. Doug this said... This isn't Doug, is it? Not No, this isn't uh, Doug from Norman. This is okay. Doug. I'll just... Uh, I can give a hint. Uh, he is a Sooner legend. Oh, come on. Uh, Sonic is no lo- longer Oklahoma owned. Sonic is from my hind- my hometown, They're but it is sellouts. now horrible. They're sellouts. Sooner Co. Wetzel says, I will not stand for the Sonic slander, Parker. Just go back to Velvet Taco. <laughs> I was at Velvet Taco last night. I see the one that tried to tell us to feel good about wearing a pink sissy shirt one time and feel real good about it. Well, guess what? Your take on Sonic's just as wrong as that one. All right? Another 918 listener says, Sonic, Parker eats Runza. Enough said. Vomit emoji. <laughs> that ain't true. I do not actually eat Runza. What exactly is Runza? So there is Runza the food, and then there is Runza the restaurant. Runza the restaurant is, and I can say this because I'm under 60, mid okay, at best. All right. The actual Runza. I can't say though. mid anymore, right, after yes. I turn 60? Yeah, you okay. aged out in August. All right. Um. The actual Runza, though, 
is a staple food in the Midwest, and it's something that my mom actually makes. And she like her runs is of course because they're homemade. Blow the doors off store bought runzas. So every time I go back up to Nebraska, mm-hmm. as I did this past week, she's got runzas waiting, and they are delicious. But wait a minute, I'm asking again: What are the runzas? What are the ingredients in a runza? So think of it as a calzone. Okay, but the it, it, instead of having like a pizza filling on the inside, it's seasoned ground beef and cheese, and this coleslaw mix that is more texture than anything else. It's quite delicious. Mm-hmm. Quite delicious. Uh, no to Sonic, indigestion comparable to Taco Bell. Thank you, V-Dog. Speaking of getting, Thank the, you, speaking of getting the runza, you know what I'm saying? Uh, this would be the part when I worked at a previous radio station that we would go to the break, and uh busy names the corner man. Did you guys just talk about Sonic? You effers. We just lost $20,000 or something like that. Somebody in the 918 says, the day. WTF, that was a gout take. <laughs> I I will say, the text line is punching back. All of a sudden, I've got a lot of a lot more supporters yeah, on the text line still, than I did 10 minutes ago. We need you are trying to overthrow this election is what you're doing. Listen, I, I, I think the majority is still in your favor as opposed to mine. But I got a lot of people. I got a lot of people in my corner on this deal. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's like my go-to burger, but sometimes I'll just go grab, you know, a little Sonic cheeseburger and some tater tots with cheese or chili on them and a good, solid Route 44 beverage of your choice. It's solid. NW Sooner says, we must be short on Sooner or sports info. We turned into a culinary channel. <laughs> you knew that text was coming sooner or later. I tuned in to hear the depth chart. By hey, who started this? How did we get started on this? I can't even remember now. I have, I have no Well, you know what? No. What it was, it was a texter that brought up the fact that they were in the Sonic drive-thru, uh, which is a it. cardinal right. sin in the Book of Steely. We say that's – I've got that as a misdemeanor now. It's not as bad as it used to be. But if you're buying for, like, a group, yeah, we'll have, you know, 10 burgers, 10 shakes, and you're holding up the line for uh, 25 minutes, you should be put in a federal penitentiary for at least a year. But if you're just getting maybe, you know, one meal, I guess it's a misdemeanor. Gosh, I wish we had the time to read all of these texts My because gosh, there are a are, ton of them. They are flying in at warp speed. This is almost like OU Texas Monday. They're coming in so it, fast. It, it, might be a, it might be busier than <laughs> OU Texas Monday at this point. It's like every second there are three new texts. Why don't you just put a poll on that Twitter machine, as Ed Orgeron Ooh. used to call it? That Twitter machine. You could put a poll in the Twitter machine and see what happens. Okay, I might do that. 405-651-3439. I'm going to do it. Uh, that was Tyler from Kellyville, by the way, who texted in and said, I'm sorry I derailed the show, guys. <laughs> You're forgiven, Tyler from Kellyville. The text line has had a good time with this. And uh, Parker may need a police escort out of here. Angry Ronnie says this is equivalent to Brandon Walker and his OU takes. Oh, boy, Angry Ronnie. <laughs> you and I got beef now. Hey, by the way, we can play Brandon Walker. All really? Right, yeah, 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 yeah. Here okay, hold okay, up. Uh, we got Brandon Walker material? I put Brandon Walker decal. All right? What does that mean? Decal? See if you can figure it out. Brandon Walker, D-A-C-O-W. If this is an acronym, I take it? Mm-hmm. Okay. So... What do you think it means? Brandon Walker, D-A-C-O-W, Daycal. Let me take a listen and see if I can figure it out. Okay. Last year, they were like, oh, and they were just driving each other crazy. Like, oh, my God, you're going to see. And, and finally, finally, USC comes out and, and looks terrible. And they can say, oh, look, I told you. No, you didn't. You were just hoping, okay? So I'm not giving them full credit. Oklahoma fans have two games every single week. It's Oklahoma's game, and it's whoever plays USC. Which, by the way, it was the whole point, like, you know, when I was in it with OU fans about that, it's like, if you want to care about Lincoln Riley, that's fine. But say that you care, because it's very clear that you care. And they are oh, obsessed no, we with care, Lincoln Riley. Care. They hang on the man's nuts. Well, 
<laughs> I have a feeling that one might might make another appearance on Friday. All right, if I want to make this, uh, I should have put, but I didn't because it's a the. I think somebody. I think somebody nailed day cow. What is it? Oh no 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 no! I see exactly. I I see what it means. So yes, sh- it will be making another appearance on Friday. Yes, dumbass clip of the week is there what we it go. is. But I didn't put the T in there. Dumbass clown out west was one. Um, you guys were close, but I didn't put the T in there because normally you know you don't put the D in there. But so that is the that is the favorite for dumbass clip of the week. A nine one eight listener says that guy definitely has two chins. Are we living in an idiocracy right now? An idiocracy? Yes. Where everybody is just so dumbed down because all we do, and I'm pointing right at myself, I'm the one who put the Brandon Walker clip in. It was all over social media yesterday. But this is us, this is us on the way to a complete idiocracy. The movie. Check it out. People are just so stupid they can't figure anything out because... I just played Brandon Walker, so I contributed to that. But and we'll it will definitely be we will definitely have that again, I would think, as the favorite is the dumbass clip of the week. So there you go. Justin in Newcastle says, Parker, if you go after Brahms, there will be a riot at the station. I would never Brahms I'm I would never. You, I was at Brahms last night, as a matter of fact. Uh, that with my brother in law. In fact, I think eating I'm an eggnog ice cream cone. I might need to go buy Brahms on the way home. Now that is a burger right there that I don't have a single issue with. Yeah, that sounds really good. And crinkle fries too. You a crinkle fries guy? I am a I I you know, I not I I wouldn't say I have I'll, beef with crinkle fries. I'll run that like a reverse pass every now and then. Yeah. And it's always, you know, if it's executed great, they always taste pretty good to me. But I don't know if I had them all the time. <laughs> 405 you, sir, are tawdry. Julio says, Brandon Walker looks like a can of busted biscuits. Who cares what he says? Loco, Ohio says, underrated movie stealer. Yes, Idiocracy. We should all watch it because we're on our way to that right now if we're not there already. Okay, hour number two presented by Oklahoma Generator. Don't be an idiot. If you need a generator, call Oklahoma Generator. 405-321-6631. Chances are... Here in Oklahoma, there's going to be some storm damage. The lights are going to go out. The electricity is going to go out. You need a generator. This is Oklahoma's highest rated and longest operating Generac dealer. Great sales staff, great reputation at Oklahoma Generator. Check them out online at okgen.com or call 405-321-6631. Parker Thune has angered the masses. The ratio was 90% to 10%. Now it's about 75-25. We'll see how it plays out. Stay with us here on The Ref. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back, and we are talking Sooner football, but uh, was derailed by uh, Tyler from Kellyville, who said he uh, committed a misdemeanor by ordering food in the Sonic food line, at which time one Parker Thune said, quote, Sonic's food is the worst fast food on the planet's. Was that, a, was that a direct quote? Yeah, it was very close. Very close. So we brought in a third party who's very knowledgeable on the local food scene. <laughs> this is why I'm being brought in. You're like, hey, we have an emergency. Can you come into the studio for a minute? <laughs> this is the emergency. It's Mr. Life is a Cabaret, old chum. Life is a Cabaret. T.J. Perry. All right, so what is the verdict on Oh, I'm deciding Sana. this? You are, you are, I mean, you... You haven't been alive as many years as me, but you're getting close. You just crossed the 50 right. threshold. Yes. You get to be the judge. Twitter is the jury. Yeah. There is a poll. Present on your Twitter. case on either so side. Sa- you say it's the worst ever? No, it's not the worst ever. He's backtracking. I- <laughs> judge. <laughs> I never said it was the worst. The worst ever is Burger King. It doesn't okay. get any lower than that. But I maintain that Sonic Food is simply not worth eating. I if if I spend money on Sonic food, I do it every year and a half, two years, because I convince myself Sonic food can't be as bad as right. my experience at this point. So Ag- then I try obje- to get objection and immaterial. And I'm, Your Honor. and I'm immediately reminded, oh no, wait, like this is actually really bad food. 
Oh, he's I'm, contemplating. Well, I've he's got to slightly side with Parker here on this. Come on, baby. Holy cow, so for years, ladies and gentlemen, TJ. For years when I was uh, a teenager in my mm-hmm. 20s, I, yeah. would, I would go hammer chili cheese conies from Sonic. Then I got to a point in my life where my stomach would not allow that. Mm-hmm. It's called So old. much like Parker, <laughs> I'll go like once or twice a year to Sonic. Usually it's out of a... Sonic's the only thing available around where I'm at. We've and I say, there. this won't be that bad. And then I say, gosh, that was a bad decision. Why did I stop at Sonic? <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. But I love cherry limeades. I love their ice creams. But I kind of got to side with him on the phone. Oh, yeah, the drinks. He's the backtracking. Oh, yeah. That's what you go to Sonic for, man. The now drinks. he's upset okay. the Burger King people have showed up. <laughs> Wait, Jeez. Burger King people exist? <laughs> I think the King I didn't know is there were the, Burger King the stands is, out there. The King is going to be uh, ringing the doorbell. Well, we're probably second. upsetting all the sales people who are currently in meetings <laughs> with all of these people right now is what we're doing. And like so. I said, it would be the old days. All right, I'm leading, Parker, I'm leading Parker's side on the Sonics. So. The old days of the other uh, – old station it would be don't want to mention any names larry bastida would come crashing through the door <laughs> which one of you efforts mentioned sonic we just lost 40 grand and if they're working on selling sonic i love it so oh there right. you go by right. the way i'm a chick-fil-a guy you guys should check there out the uh, 12th alameda and alameda wow. location of chick-fil-a chick-fil-a is <laughs> that's the I answer mean, there you hear heavenly music in my i hear it right now in my ears just by mentioning chick-fil-a that's right. yeah that's i mean right. that's that's the gold standard. All right. Sorry if I upset the people on the text line. you got to deal with it. Welcome now, so. to Ratio Bill. That's right. Population a bunch. All right. Thank you, T.J. Perry, ladies and gentlemen, who will be appearing, we hear, in Cabaret. Um, I think he has a singing part, too, right? Really? Yeah, Life is a Cabaret, old chum. You've heard it. You haven't heard his promo yet? I've heard the promo, yeah, but he doesn't actually sing I, we're in tr- the promo. We are trying to get him a, a part, yes. I think so. All right, there's some redneck out there who is so angry right now that it's just boiling over. They talked one recruiting. We did talk recruiting for a minute. Talking about hamburgers, Myrtle and Jace. <laughs> it's always Myrtle. <laughs> it is for me. Myrtle always drives too slow, and, you know, Myrtle is the – Myrtle's in the left lane all the time, so – all right, uh, should we play? You know what? We should play the Brent clip. Let's okay. play Brent. All right, before people really get angry, uh, even though I, I would say it, you're being slightly ratioed. Can you be slightly ratioed? I got to check the Twitter poll. Oh, you Within put the it, first, I put it out there on ah, Twitter. Okay. All Within right. the first minute, there were already like 20 responses. Okay. So people were very eager to have their voices heard. You know what we're doing right now? We're not staying focused. No, we are not. We are not. We would lose to UCF this weekend, big time. And we would be out of the playoff, and we would be out of the potentially the Big 12 championship game because we're not focused right now. See, not focused. He's thinking about how much he despises Sonic. Brent Venables, though, is confident that his football team can stay focused. I think our guys understand uh, what a focused, committed uh, teammate looks like. And uh, and our guys have been good. Uh, our guys are, I think our, this is a really uh, driven, uh, close football team that is that they they recognize the success that we've had has been because of you know the disappointment and the struggle we went through a year ago. And uh, this is a very invested group of young men and the again the the freshmen and the transfers that we brought in uh, plugged in from day one and. And our older guys have done a great job of leading uh, the football team, you know, and making sure that our guys, uh, you know, are focused on, you know, the right things. There you go. There you go right there. So, I mean, look, am I just speaking here as an idiotic media dude that just is going with cliches by saying, I don't think this staff – is the kind of staff that will have a team that's not focused. Because, look, you could still go out and lose a game. Maybe two games. Who knows? I doubt it. But I don't think that this staff, the way they approach their everyday business over there, is is going to let that happen. Where they're just like, ah, UCF, come on, man. we got bigger games down the road. 
So am I just being the uh, typical media, you know, idiots with going with that cliche, or do you think that's true? I don't think you're the typical media idiot. Oh, wait a minute. I think you're a very unique media idiot. Okay. Yeah, but you—that's kind of our brand here. But unique media idiots. But you know what I'm saying? Brand is always about man because sometimes we play it and you're like, oh my gosh, it's the same thing. Approach your job the same way. The standards, the standard. One day, every day, give it your best. You know. And look, I'm sure a lot of coaches do that as well. Maybe they don't drive home that point as much as Brent does. Um, But I just don't see see a lack of focus from this team. Yeah, well, and I I don't think we have a great gauge on that yet because mm-hmm. we haven't watched them true. since they the Texas game. They haven't been in this situation so, yet. They have not been in this situation. And we talked about it going into the Texas game, how they hadn't been in that situation to that point, playing an enormous football game with a ton on the line in the Brent Venables era. Obviously, the way that they responded – and were able to come up with that last-second comeback victory against Texas, that was phenomenal. It's a similar challenge this weekend against UCF. How do you respond, and are you prepared to respond, in a situation where we don't really have any frame of reference for how they're going to react? Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the I, way. I think we have the mule shoe frame of reference, uh, uh-huh. which is the one you go back to and think, there's no way that staff, you know. They they actually care about special teams. Muleshoe has skewed you know? a lot of the perception for OU football fans. That's true. And that's very understandable. Sooner Co. Wetzel says, Parker likes White Castle. I take offense to that, Sooner Co. Wetzel. I have never had White Castle because I feel like if I ingested White Castle, I might need my stomach pumped. Your castle thing- would be in the bathroom for about the next three hours. I, admission here, too. You want to talk about a White Castle. That's Admission here, too. Never had White Castle. Well, and, and I, I love the Beastie is, Boys, and they always sang about White Castle, but I always look at them and go, like, that looks like a major stomach issue. And the thing about it is, Steely, the nature of commercials is that regardless of how the food actually looks in real life, every single food commercial you see, the food just looks delicious, mm-hmm. right? You watch a White Castle commercial, it's like, that doesn't even look edible. I they can't even stage it to where it looks appetizing. I don't like I said I've never done White Castle and I may go through my entire career without experiencing White Castle. It just looks like a problem to me. Big problem. Dialing long distance on that big white telephone for a long time. It's a good thing we're not in Brent Venable's locker room this week because we are anything but like i said man we would be how many medicine balls would we be doing guys we're talking about ucf nine million medicine balls right now we'd be doing 49 medicine balls 49 times (laughs) that's right squirrel (laughs) okay it's crazy how you get off on something like this and it just the the text line's flying off the wall it's crazy all right by the way i want to remind you as we go to break Get on the KREF app. Now, when you hear this, you might think, eh, Steely, I don't know about that. We have a survey we want you to fill out. I promise you, this survey is simple. It takes about 30 seconds. You do have to put your email on the survey, but you're not going to get email spam. We are just, we're doing a survey of how you listen, uh, and that's basically it. It is a very fast survey on the REP Twitter account. And we are giving away five $100 gift cards, all right? Five $100 gift cards. I promise you guys and ladies, this is simple, very simple. It's like three questions, and you could win a $100 gift card, and it would help us out very much. So go to the KREF app. Take that survey. Don't worry about it. You're not going to get any spam or anything back from it. I promise you. Spam better than White Castle, by the way. Real spam, probably. So don't worry about it. I promise you it's very simple, very easy. Go to the KREF Twitter account. Take that survey if you haven't already. And thank you. Thank you very much. Coming right back. We are back. Mike Steely, Parker Thune with you. We've got a big show happening Sunday night out at Riverwind on the Coupe Works Beats and Bites stage. 
final Beach and Bite show of the season. The gin blossoms and tonic. The weather should be tremendous. It is happening Sunday night on the Coop Aleworks Beach and Bite stage. Outdoors at Riverwind Casino. Get your tickets. There's still some available. Uh, tickets are only 10 bucks. I've always said this is one of the best entertainment values in the area, these Beach and Bite shows. Double your pleasure with the gin blossoms and tonic. You can also get your tickets at the casino box office there right in front of the Showplace Theater. Uh, Gin Blossoms and Tonic again happening this Sunday night, October 22nd. Concert starts at 5 in the afternoon. They'll probably have with Tonic, I would say, uh, a three-hour-plus show would be my guess. Rodney Carrington with a couple shows coming up October 27th at the Showplace Theater. Aaron Lewis with a show. That one sold out, by the way, in November Flatland Cavalry is also going to be at the Showplace Theater in November. So is Justin Moore. In December, we just got a new show announced. Pete Davidson. Yep, that Pete Davidson. That Pete Davidson. That Pete Davidson from SNL. Like I said, if you're not in a serious relationship but you're taking a date, be very careful. All right? But Pete Davidson will be there December 3rd at the Showplace Theater. Tickets will go on show for that show Friday, by the way. Even if you are in a serious relationship, be careful. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Uh, We did get a new show announced for December. Two of them, by the way. Ron White, December 30th. uh, Comedian, couple shows. Uh, Midland will be there on New Year's Eve, December 31st. In January, Boys to Men and Joe Coy. And in February, Scotty McCreary. And don't forget to get out and play with your wild card. And uh, get some extra entries today for the Friday night drawing for the 80K Friday Night Frights promotion out at Riverwind. Okay. Um, My takes are already getting in the station's way. How uh, K-Dub in the 918 said, I refuse to fill out the survey after Parker's slander of Sonic. <laughs> How is the poll looking? No, I, that didn't say okay. right. How is the survey looking? <laughs> Good Lord, man. Oh, man. Well, I, you know, Pete Davidson, you know, I guess. I don't know. Jeez. <laughs> Live update on the poll. Okay. In the span of 20 minutes, mm-hmm. we have 700 votes. The votes lean in your favor on a 57 to 43 split right wow. now. Wow. That's a So, not an insurmountable advantage for the Sonic stands, but they have staked themselves to an early lead here. Hmm. You're recruiting people, aren't you? I'm not recruiting Are anybody. Are you sure? I saw you on that phone I, making phone calls and everything. Listen, Are you sure? All right. I just I put the poll up and I Wait left it alone. Minute. The survey. Let's I go. put the survey up there and I go. left it alone. All right. We'll see how it plays out. Is the end game? How long did you put? Well, how long did you put the survey out for? It's twenty four hour poll. Okay. Everybody's typically done voting after like four or five hours. So. By the early evening, mm-hmm. I think we should have we should be able to call the race. Yeah. What's going on with Michael Boganowski? How's he doing? I mean, he's committing on Thursday. Okay. Uh, he is committing. Those are the three key words. He is committing. But he can you is add committing. Two, to Oklahoma? Can you add those two words? He is committing. OU leads. Okay. Would you say he's the Brahms or Sonic of uh, Kansas safety linebacker prospects? He's definitely the Brahms. Okay. Definitely the Brahms. No question about that. Kansas State and Nebraska go head-to-head for the Sonic-type kids. Who is left out there now besides Boganowski, EPL, Grant Bricks? uh, Again, all those guys headed to Oklahoma. Um, of the three of those, you would say Bricks is still the shakiest of those yeah, three? Yeah, and I I say that with a ton of confidence that he ends up at OU. Only because I, you feel like the other two are basically done deals, yes, right? Yes, yes. That is my feeling on it. And beyond those three, Steely, the rest of the way, you're really just trying to shore up your nickel and cornerback spots. So, What's up with Jordan from Union? Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, it's been a weird on-again, off-again type of situation with him. Well, what in the wide, wide world of sports is going on there? I it's I I can't go into all of it. It's it's weird. It's a weird deal. He likes it's, Sonic, so you talk bad about him to the coaches or something. Is that what happened or what? <laughs> no, the kids kids fine. He's a good kid. He's trying to make a final decision right now. It's it has nothing to do with who he is on or off the field. It's just kind of been a weird deal relationally. 
Okay. So you have Reggie Powers coming in for I, an official you know, visit this week. I keep forgetting about Reggie Powers, who yep. left. Uh, he was committed to Michigan State, right? That is correct. And he is, again, I, I'm kind of in the same spot I was yesterday where I don't know if I should say all of what I know yet, but I, I'll put it to you this way. He's probably not the only defensive back that's going to be on an official visit with Oklahoma this weekend. Not naming names, though. Not naming names, at least not yet. Get your climbing equipment out, ladies and gentlemen. You're going to have to scale that paywall. Could be a very difficult climb sometimes. You never know. You never Steve know. from the 405 says, Just moved back to Oklahoma after 20-plus years. New KREF listener. Can you explain the meaning behind the mule shoe nickname? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, boy, can we, Steve. You want to take that one, how it evolved? Remember, no, we, go ahead. we I mean, started you... calling him the mule. Yeah, we did a bit on the mule shoe weasel in his native state. Yes, Steely is where this all originated. He started calling him the mule shoe weasel. The text line later shortened that to just mule shoe. Yeah, let's say, uh, I can't remember, was it Randy? Uh, if you're out there, I think it may have been. But somebody said, can we just shorten it to mule shoe? So we just, he's from mule shoe, Texas. And so we just started, we said we weren't going to mention his name, his name ever again, so we just started calling him Mule Shoe. And that's how it happened. I don't know, which one is out there more now? Is it Tebow or Mule Shoe? What do you think? Nationally, I think it's Tebow. Mm-hmm. Locally. Locally, I think it's Mule Shoe. Because you've got a stranglehold on the local market, Steely. Like You're Ted a man Nugent. Of influence. There you go, yeah. Extremely influential among the olds. Not really. Okay, uh, they're still talking about food. Yeah, they're still talking about Sonic. Now they're kind of at war with each other over Sonic. (laughs) I'm just kind of sitting back and watching the sparks fly. Another 405 listener says, All the talk about mule shoe wasting Caleb Williams makes it even more wild how we had Baker, Kyler, and Jalen and did not win or even appear in a championship. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy to it's, have that run of quarterbacks. I mean, how many stunning. schools like, get that run of quarterbacks? It, it 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 is truly astonishing to reflect on the arc of Mule Shoe's career and consider that he has had Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray, Jalen Hurts, Spencer Rattler, and Caleb Williams, and that's it. Like there was never a there was never a year where Mule Shoe had a quarterback that took on a transitional role to be a stopgap. No, those are the five guys that he's had. Mm-hmm. Never won a playoff game with any of them, and won't. Because, Lord knows, USC isn't sniffing the college football playoff this year. I don't see that happening. I don't see that happening. Can Steely trademark Muleshoe? I doubt it. I, you know, it's a town, right? So I'm, Yeah, it is, it is a place. You know, I, my uncle has always regretted saying I should have trademarked Boomer freaking sooner, but he didn't, and he's still in the poorhouse. Oh, is that where he is? He talks a big game, but he lives in a shack out by Lake Thunderbird. Oh, gosh. Parts the unknown. The dirty bird? Per, parts unknown. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure I want to know those parts. You don't want to swim in Thunderbird? Have you ever been Am in I going to get waylaid by a pair of giant tidy whities <laughs> Maybe. They're out there. The Thunderbird through the loom monster is out there somewhere still, I'm sure. I don't think anybody touched it. I think it went submerged again, and it's still out there waiting for its victim. All right, we got a break right here. Thanks again to Oklahoma Generator. Appreciate them very much. Check them out. They sponsor our 1 o'clock hour, okgen.com. And you can call them up at 405-321-6631. You're going to need that generator. You might as well deal with the best, right? Okgen.com, 405-321-6631. Coming right back here on The Ref. Okay, we are back. One more segment. We're going to get locked in at uh, 2 o'clock. Parker, Tyler McComas. I'd like to read a prepared statement. A prepared statement? Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I would like to apologize to the uh, ref listenership and uh, all those officers out there in the ref army for losing control of this show. Uh, Once Parker Thune made disparaging uh, remarks against the Sonic Corporation, the show went off the rails. It was me like trying to uh, ride a bucking Bronco. I was uh, 
I was dislodged from the Bronco very early in the show and was ne- never able to recover. So my most humble apologies to the Ref Army. Yeah, the Ref Army. Well, I shouldn't say they're all coming after me. Mm-hmm. Again, it's probably a 60-40 split, all told. But a lot of them have come after me for my takes on Sonic Food, especially as an outsider. I should have known that <laughs> not being from the state of Oklahoma, those comments would be utterly dismissed by many folks. Suter Gundy, I think, meant to say, it says Mike Shoe, but it, I think meant to say, Mule Shoe is the in and out of college football. Horrible. Is in and out considered? I mean, I've had in and out. In and out isn't horrible. You and just got to know how to get in and out. I think it's a little bit overrated based on, I mean, it I is. enjoy it. Is. I enjoy the burger. It's pretty good. But, like, you know, there's it's like the Shangri-La and you just hear heavenly music when you take a bite. Um, you know, I would put it, I, it's about the same level as Five Guys to me. Really? Both are good. Yeah. You had Five Guys, right? Oh, man. Five Guys is an excellent burger. Yeah, it's good, all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gunner from Grove says, the fact that Parker ate eggnog ice cream is a whole other debate. Disgusting. Uh-oh. Listen, I, uh, eggnog is a polarizing entity by nature. I am an eggnog fan. I do not begrudge you if you are not an eggnog fan. I understand that eggnog is either something that you love or that you hate. No one is indifferent about eggnog. I the, happen to love it. The nog, it needs to be over come by the alcohol in eggnog and i don't drink anymore but you you need if you want eggnog you better be ready to get schnockered so you don't have to really taste it that much blue of 918 says steel man trademark what it is for OUG. steel man I don't. I don't think that's an Ougino original though, because I'll say what it is all the time, but I'm not referencing Ougino. Yeah. I'm referencing Sandy Rivers from How I Met Your Mother. Oh, oh, you would walk in the office and go, "What did he say?" I forget. He'd say, "What it is, Kimosabe," to the security guard. I think is what it was. Well, you can go Kawhi Leonard now too. What it do, baby? Right. It's a pretty good Kawhi. <laughs> I'm impressed. I still like Ougino though. The gravelliest voice of all time. All it is. Okay. 405-651-3439. We will get refocused on UCF tomorrow. We're not losing this football game this weekend, all right? We we lost our focus. Like I said, if we were on the uh, on the team, we would be running laps, running stadium steps, and doing extra medicine balls right now because we, we didn't concentrate on UCF enough today. Indecisive Sooner needs us to render a verdict because, well, he's indecisive. He says, would you rather eat Mule Shoes brisket or Sonic? Sonic, clearly. Yeah, Sonic on principle, I think. That was so great when he put that out. Like, thought it was going to be, I mean, just the OU fans, even when they kind of liked Mule Shoes still, kind of just, they did defend the brisket for a while. But there's no defense of anything that Muleshoe has done since. And somebody's like, why are people still so mad at Lincoln Riley? Because he insulted the OU football monster. And the monster is bigger than Muleshoe. Muleshoe is just a little pipsqueak in the college football world compared to the OU football monster. And when you turn your back on the monster and you turn your back in a dismissive way, when you got the key to the monster's kingdom and then you leave said kingdom to go out where all over liberal pansies are out there in California, Sooner fans already don't like USC. They've had a bad experience with SC. And you insult the monster the way that you did. There's no coming back. It's been a great show today, but since we're getting all of our hot food takes out mm-hmm. in one fell swoop, somebody on the text line said, next thing you're going to tell us is that you like pineapple on pizza. Yeah, I do. I'm a pineapple on pizza I'm guy. telling you, this boy right here has got something's wrong with his medulla oblongata. Oh, we've known this. <laughs> Actually, I don't mind some. I can I can do it, like, occasionally. But it's got to be a really good one. You know what I'm saying? Here's a text from Encioki. Mule shoe is the old wrinkly foot long coney from Sonic, covered in nasty <laughs> liquid cheese. Looks good on the menu, doesn't last the test of time. That's pretty good right there. Who put that out? 
That, uh, that was Ncioki. Uh, that's good. Nice. Well done. That is well done right there. Mark from Enid says, I don't like Texas, but Texas Roadhouse is good, and it pains me to say that. There's no shame in saying that, Mark you know who Texas gets, Roadhouse goes hard. You know who goes very much, again, I don't think there's – but when TJ goes to Longhorn Steakhouse and Toby Field uh, hears about it, it drives Toby insane. As it should. Yeah. That's sacrilege on the part of T.J. Perry. I mean, we're talking about a state with Texas Roadhouse, but when you're going to Longhorn Steakhouse, you are supporting Longhorns. And why Like, why do you feel the need to go to Longhorn Steakhouse? How many other steakhouses are there to choose from? Did somebody, what do you ever say something about Longhorn Steakhouse? We just lost. No. Um, but Toby is, I don't, and it's not an act. I think he is genuinely upset with uh, his partner, I mean his friend, T.J. Perry, when he goes to Longhorn Steakhouse. So, Texas Roadhouse started in a mall in Indiana, though. I didn't know that. I, I had no know. idea. All I know is Texas Roadhouse, oh, yeah. Have you been I'll to the ranch? Down, I can get down with some Texas Roadhouse. Have you been to the ranch? Anytime. The ranch? Yeah. I have. I have not. Really? I still have a hard time paying like $85 yeah, for a steak. I mean, I hear do it's a, great. You can only do it once a year or so. I still subscribe to Cattleman's if I'm going to go get a good steak. And I, eventually I need to go to the ranch because I hear it's excellent. Never have been But to I always just feel like, dude, you know, you just... You know, I'm not Thurston Howell the third. We do all right, but I'm still, you know, I I'm very frugal in that sense. Great text to leave things on okay. for today's show. This comes from Big Rick and Wasso. <laughs> Mule shoe can eat a foot long coney in one bite. You sir. A always B B C closing. Always be closing. And you just did it, Big Rick. You did it in a great way, as Bob Stoops would say. Thank you to our friends at Riverwind Casino. You guys are the best. Get out there, play with your wild card, get the extra entries for the big 80K Friday night Frights drawing Saturday night. See ya.